0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. So happy to be with you today. I hope you're making this day really count, that you woke up with the intention of doing your best to fulfill your goals and dreams. Because really, that's when it works, when we are conscious and intentional from the beginning, right? Not when we sort of stumble into the day and go, okay, I know I have a lot to do. What do I have to do? I'm trying to get ready for what I have to do. I learned years ago, one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever received was about preparation. And what was shared with me is here's the cycle that you could follow in a day. In the evening, before you go to bed, review your day so that you get a sense of what you accomplished, what worked, what didn't work, what do you want to do differently for the next day. You know, really review what occurred during the day and write things down as you need in order to refine your understanding of what happened in the day. And then most important, write down your plan for the next day. You write it down. I do this in bullet points. I often detail those bullet points by category as well because I'm working on a lot of different projects. So if I group things by project and then bullet points under the project, then I have a better chance of staying organized in my thoughts and actions. But the point is doing it at night before you go to bed, you do that brain dump. And then in the morning, when you get up, you actually begin to execute your plan. It makes you so much more efficient to be executing your plan when you start rather than contemplating what your plan might be. And so good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Hello, everybody. I see my friend Sekou is in the house. We, so Sekou has this um, saying that he has put on sweatshirts, doing. And I love it because it's about taking action. We can think and dream all the time. And you know, my brand is Dream Leapers. I believe in the dream, but you have to take the dream and put it into action. You have to do something in order to ensure that you go from this big picture dreaming to step-by-step action. And so as I was describing what I learned years ago through my spiritual practice, was it the best way to live out your day, is to plan it the day before. Literally plan it, not airy-fairy. Plan it or write down the plan. Write it down in manageable bites. This is the most important part because you know I believe in the big dream. Absolutely no questions asked. I believe in dreaming. I've built my life on recognizing dreams and then activating them and helping other people do the same. The way that you're able to activate them is by breaking them down into bite-sized actions, small enough tasks so that you can execute those tasks. It doesn't feel like, you know, so many people want to write books. I've published seven books. How? I had the idea from when I was 12 years old that I wanted to write books. That idea wasn't enough. Lots of people have ideas about writing books. And I say the only difference between me and somebody who hasn't published a book yet is that I took the steps to make it happen. At this stage in the game, every single person can write, can publish a book because you don't have to go through a publisher, but you have to do the work. I've talked to so many people said, "Oh, I want to write a book. I have so many stories I want to tell. And then days, months, weeks, months, years go by. And nothing happens. Why? Because they didn't break down the steps of what it takes to make that book or, you know, insert whatever your project is, and then to do it. You got to do it. You got to do the work. So today, I I do want to talk about that, but from a particular context, the context that I want us to think about manifesting our dreams is from the perspective of preparedness. Get ready, stay ready. That's what I want us to think about. Get ready, stay ready. What does that mean? It may mean something different to you than to me, but I'm going to guess that it lives in the same space for most of us. As that coach Students in particular, I've been working with a lot of students recently who are in school. And so, you know, when you have the structure of school, you understand that you have to learn certain things, you have to imbibe them, you have to own the content, you have to process that content so that you fully understand what it is that you're learning with the intention of being able to apply whatever it is that you're learning to your life, to your studies, to your future. When you have done the work so that you have prepared yourself by immersing yourself in your studies, and then where I come in in this process is teaching people how to articulate what they've learned and who they are. When you have those things tight, you've done the work, you've done the research, For you who may not be a student in school, but a student of your life, of the things that you care about, have you done the work? This is a good question. Have you done the work to be fully knowledgeable about whatever the subject matter is that you are looking to explore? That's get ready. So what happens if you have that ready and you've worked on how to talk about it? So you can explain to others who you are, what what it means uh, who you are and where you're headed. So that talking to anybody, you're able to articulate it with a flow. Get ready. That means you got those two things. You have the knowledge and you have the capability to talk about it. Then, and you have the um, courage to talk about it. Because a whole lot of times when we have, a big dream, something that really is close to our heart. We can get nervous when it's time to talk about it because it means so much to us. And that's such a weird reality for folks. Like you, you so want something that's on your heart to manifest, but because it's so important to you, sometimes you may find yourself stumbling at the very moment when it's time for you to talk about it. Has that ever happened to you? Many of my students and clients have shared that this is true for them. In that pivotal moment, when they need to sell it, they need to talk about it, they freeze. Okay, if you are ready, get ready, stay ready. If you're ready and willing to talk about, willing to put yourself out there, even if it's just a little bit, what often happens is that when you express what it is on your heart that you want to do in a way that is compelling to others, somebody listening may want to help you. It happens over and over and over again. Somebody listening may have a need for exactly what it is that you want to do, that you do, that that what, what you are hoping that, that the door will open for you to do. When you say it, so often there's someone who's like, ah, oh, yes, but you have to be ready. That's why get ready, stay ready is so important. Examples. And I want to ask: Has this ever happened to you that you, you had the idea that you wanted to do something, but maybe you didn't do the work. You put it off. I, I need to read that book. I need to pay closer attention to whatever the subject matter might be. And then you're in someone's company who does that thing or who has the ability to introduce you to somebody who'd be perfect to help you manifest whatever your dream is or who he or she themselves could have the, uh, the uh, capability to help you. But you're not quite ready. You, you start uh, talking about it, You're, you have questions, conversation going back and forth, and it's clear that you aren't prepared to engage in that moment. There's an opportunity lost. The other thing is you could be not prepared because you feel too shy. You have prepared yourself in one way of shoring up the knowledge but you haven't prepared yourself in a key way of communicating your thoughts and intentions about that. These are two different things and people don't always realize there's a difference between having the knowledge and talking about it. So has that ever happened for you where you weren't ready and you started talking about your idea and you were stumbling and that's when the likes you knows ums come out because You don't have a tight thought about what it is that you want to do. Has that ever happened to you? It happens to many, many people. So I'm not asking this of you to make you feel bad. I'm asking you to tell the truth. Tell the truth about yourself. Tell the truth about how you have engaged those precious dreams that you have for your life. Have you held them up? in a way that you're almost offering as a gift to somebody else. Because when you offer a gift, people receive it as a gift and and think of it as special and precious and want to help take care of it. If that's the way you're offering it. Have you done that or have you kind of fallen short? Have Have you swallowed your power? and not engaged it in that moment when you were presenting your idea. I want you to think about that because we have the opportunity to refine the way we communicate about ourselves, our dreams, our goals that can open doors or that can shut doors that can show doors that you didn't even know were there or make such a cloudy view that you can't see anything. Now I'll give you an example for me, because I think examples are helpful of when it really worked for me and this notion of get ready, stay ready. And, And it's sort of a, you don't always know what you're getting ready for. This is the part that I want you to understand. Your preparedness is for next. And, and so part of it is having faith that if you keep refining your knowledge and your ability to communicate what's on your heart, if you keep paying attention to what's happening on the landscape of your world, and you imagine where you're headed, you, you try to get create a picture in your mind of where you're headed. This is going to help set you up for success. A lot of it has to do with faith. It's preparedness and faith. We talk about faith all the time. I don't think things happen without faith and without a connection to the greatness that lives within us, that connects us directly to God, however you understand God. That is what I've learned time and again. And so, That's what I believe and I hope you do too. So here's my story. Pivotal story for my career. I was working at Essence Magazine where I actually worked for 11 years. I had a wonderful career there. And there came a point when it was time to go. But it's really hard to leave a great job. And so I was... there was a lot going on inside of me and it was time to go because it was nowhere up for me and I had been on the ascent for a long time. Again, great job. I had written my first book, Jumping the Broom. It had become a best-selling book. And what that did was to help me understand that I could have an individual identity separate from my job because Essence is such a huge brand. And it was back then, Two, you know, I was doing television, I was traveling all over the country and beyond, representing this huge brand of essence. When I wrote my book, then there was the brand of me emerging, which was an amazing thing to see. So I got another book deal that came as a result of, as I did a 23-city book tour for Jumping the Brew. And as I went all over the United States, talking to primarily Black women, about weddings. And every market, people would ask me, well, how do you do this? And how do you do that? There were all these questions about how to live, how to navigate um, social graces, a lot of etiquette questions and beyond. And I realized that I needed to write an etiquette book. It hadn't been my plan, but it became obvious that it was needed. And as I sat and contemplated, what did I really want this book to be? I decided that, first of all, it's called How to Be. And the point was, it was targeted to African-American audience. The point was, it would help people to understand where they've been and, you know, what their culture is and what's important about that, who they are. And what's expected, where they're headed. So that all of our values would kind of come together. And you would, through, through the information offered in this book, you would understand how to bring your full self to any moment. And to understand what is expected so that you can navigate gracefully and effectively in your life. So this is what I was working on. I went to a cocktail party, and at this event, there's a man who came and sat down next to me for a moment. He was someone I knew. He worked in the music industry. I'd done a lot of work with people in the music industry at during my time at Essence, especially because I was there running the fashion department when hip-hop was just exploding. And this person was an executive in the world of hip-hop. And he says, hey, Harriet, how are you doing? And what are you doing? So on that particular day, I was not really wanting to talk about work. Again, I had a great job, but I was feeling like it was time to go. And if I talked about my job, I probably would have complained because that's, I was feeling grumpy. Yet in the back of my mind and back of my head, I could hear my mother saying, do not complain. My mother has always been of the mind that you choose the positive. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. I could hear her in my head saying, do not open your mouth, young lady, and complain. And so I didn't. Instead, he says, what are you doing? And I talked to him about my book, How to Be. I told him essentially what I just told you. And he turns to me and he says, well, do you think that you can teach that to my artists? I said, teach what? He says, teach them how to be, like old Motown. And I thought for a minute and I said, sure. Well, that person was Andre Harrell. Uh, He recently passed away. He was the uh, head of Uptown Records, where at the time, Mary J. Blige and Um, Puffy were there, as well as others, Jodeci and a bunch of Heavy D, and he was one of the top um, record company heads at the time. Because I told him about this book, he opened a door for me that is still open. I started doing what Old Motown did, artist development, from dressing artists, because I've been a fashion editor, at, I was a fashion editor at Essence then, to teaching them public speaking skills, uh, teaching them how to present themselves, teaching them how to walk in a room, how to sit at a, at a boardroom table, whatever they needed. And very early on, one of my first artists was Mary J. Blige, and it worked. And from there, Alicia Keys and I did styling for Erica Badu and on and on. I worked with Andrew Day who just won the Golden Globe for Best Actress and on and on and on. It has been, that was in 95 that I left Essence to start my business. One of my first clients was Mary and so-called the rest is history. Why I told you that story in detail is because details are important. I don't usually tell it that long but I'm telling it to you for this reason. There were so many moments of choice that I had that I took choices that supported my dreams and my vision for where I was headed. So I made the choice to go to this event, even though I was in a little bit of a grumpy mood. I made the choice to talk about something I was working on, even though it wasn't finished. So I know a lot of times when I work with clients, they say, well, I can't talk about that because it's not done yet. Now, you do have to be careful not to give away too much information if you have to protect your intellectual property. But honestly, that's another whole debate. In order to move forward, you have to be willing to be a little bit vulnerable so that you share at least a little bit about what your plans are so that someone who's listening to you can potentially support you. In this case, I had a book deal. It was all set. I was writing this book and I was okay with talking about it. I was safe in talking about it. And when I told Andre, his eyes lit up and he had a need and I could fulfill that need. And being able to fulfill that need opened a door, like I said, that is still open. I was prepared. Get ready, stay ready. I was prepared in the sense of I was working on something that became a 500-page book. But honestly, I started working on that when I was born because of my parents who have taught my sisters and me how to behave, you know, how to present yourself well. What are the rules? We learned all of them. Who our parents thought it was very important to understand how to move in society, how to move in culture, how to move in community, in family. And so we learned that from the beginning. And funny enough, the work that I've been doing for the past 25 years is really primarily what my parents have taught me. I was ready to talk about what I was doing. It was fully baked enough for me to talk about it with clarity and own it. I was sitting next to one of the biggest record company executives in the country, whom I knew. Not well, but I knew we were friendly. We were professionally friendly. And I was able to confidently tell him about my project. And I think that confidence and clarity told him she may be able to help me. Do you see what I'm getting at? I only share my story so you can find your story. Get ready, stay ready. I was ready to move. I was ready to pivot. It was a tough pivot to leave the biggest black magazine in the country to go on my own. It was a little scary, but my heart told me it was time. And then here I had someone saying, can you help me? So when I left Essence, I incorporated a business. I used the money from my uh, advance for my book in order to have seed money to start the business. I had made great relationships with people in the world of entertainment and media. And so began the next part of my journey. I had this dream that I had a business many years before. It took a long time for all the steps to go into place so that I could start it. And it took me having the courage to speak up and talk about This book that I was writing that helped to open so many doors, that one book, How to Be, got me clients in the music industry, ultimately colleges, corporations, got me an advice column that I've been writing for the past 17 years called Sense and Sensitivity. I was the first black woman to start writing a nationally syndicated advice column, believe it or not, right after Ann Landers died, I've been writing this column and it became national. I'm not different from you other than for those particular things, I pushed, I pushed. It was in my dream, all these things. I kept pushing and working on these different things until they manifested and I continue. Get ready, stay ready. Whatever your dream is, if you get yourself ready, so that you don't, you're not just thinking about it, you're working on it. It makes a huge difference. I want to go back even further. I mentioned to you that I had a dream when I was at Essence. I was at Essence for 11 years. I was probably there for about five years. And literally, I had a dream in the middle of the night, totally asleep, but it woke me up and it said that I had a business. So nobody in my family is an entrepreneur. My father was a judge, my mother, a kindergarten teacher, my uncle, a lawyer, you know, other professions. Nobody was an entrepreneur. But I had this dream that I had a business and it had very specific details in it. And I woke up and typed everything out on my computer. It even had a name, which those of you who've known me for a long time, my business was originally called Profundities. That's what the dream told me. And so it was that. I have since changed it to Harriet Cole Media. But the point of Profundities is that it was a business designed to explore the little things that are profound about the human experience through a variety of commercial means. That's still what I do. But I was advised to use my name, easier to find me. It's all good. I had that dream. I printed it out. It was on a thermal Computer? Do you, anybody remember those? It has paper that scrolls, and then you tear off these these the sides of the paper. I put it on my refrigerator, and it yellowed there for years. It was dormant. I wasn't thinking about it. And then when I started feeling like it was time to do something different, I noticed that piece of paper. And on that paper, it said that I was going to create a business that I was going to. Um, continue to work on magazines and create magazines. I was going to have a radio show. I was going to write a newspaper column. I was going to, gosh, I can't, there were like 10 things on the list. All of the things that are on the list I've done. All. The reason is because I started paying attention to the list and started working to figure out a strategy to be able to make Those things happen, like Seku's point, doing. I applied action to each of those elements on the list. And just having the intention that I was going to do it opened doors for me. I don't usually talk this much about myself, but the reason I'm doing it is because I want you to understand I am not different from you. You have dreams, too. Some of them, may, perhaps, you've manifested. Some you're waiting to manifest. Probably some of them are dormant. Go back and look at your dreams. Don't ever think that it's too late to manifest your dreams. It's never too late. I think Colonel Sanders was in his 60s when he made KFC. He became a millionaire when it was time for him to retire. What about you? What can you do right now to get ready and stay ready? What can you do so that you are poised for success when the moment presents itself? The worst thing, the most uncomfortable thing that happens to us is if an opportunity comes and we're not ready. You Oh, I wish I had taken that class. I wish I had completed that form. I wish I got my finances in order. I wish, I wish, I wish. Stop wishing and do. Take action. i got a whole bunch of stuff on my list that I haven't done yet. And I want to say to you, if you are in the position of feeling like it's too late for you, you your time has passed, your ship has sailed, stop. Stop thinking that way. I, I'm about to have a big birthday and I was deciding, am I gonna tell, am gonna say my age? Because, you know, we especially we women, because of culture and society, we often don't tell our age. But I come from a family of very strong women in particular who have always claimed their age and the wisdom that comes with it. My grandmother, Carrie Freeland, lived to be 101 years old. So when I met her, she was old. She was born in 1889. When I I came onto the planet, she was an elder and so strong and clear. My mother, Doris Cole, right now is 91 years old. And she has always claimed her beauty naturally. She's also a glamour girl, but when she turned 50, she stopped dyeing her hair because her hair is white. She said, I'm done with that. So drum roll. I'm about to turn 60. And that was like, Woo, what does that mean? That's different from 40. It's different from 50. Yeah, I'm about to turn 60. And it's kind of hard to believe because of whatever that's supposed to mean. But for me, right now, it means, wow, okay, what are the opportunities That are about to come. What am I about to manifest? What am I ready to manifest? And I wanna ask you, what are you ready to manifest? Get ready, stay ready. What are you ready for? And if you really wanna do something and you're not ready, get ready. I'm so serious about this. I feel energized, completely fully energized to claim next. And I have a list of what next looks like. And I'm working on those things, breaking them down into manageable bites, understanding that I can't do it by myself, I need support. And so you have to say you need support. You have to ask the universe and people for support if you expect to get it. A big mistake people make is thinking they have to do it all by themselves, thinking that they aren't worthy of other people's support, I want to say to you, you will be amazed at how generous people will be to you if you ask. Now, you don't. if you ask for something unreasonable, then you probably will get a no. If you ask and you're not ready to receive, you should get a no. But I want to say to you, if you are ready, say it, claim it, Tell the universe what you want. Be able to articulate it clearly enough that you draw in those people and resources that can support you. Get ready. Stay ready. When you are ready and the opportunity comes, you can step into it. You can leap into it. What's Dream Leapers about? Leaping into your greatness. Are you all ready to leap? Leap. I am. I feel so ready. And I just want to say to you, there's always something more to work on. Even if your list is really long, just make the list and start working on it. Pay attention to it one hour every day. If you do that, you will slowly but surely check things off the list that helped get you to manifesting your dreams. It works. I just spent all this time telling you about my life story, primarily just so you could see the dream, the effort, the magic of connections, the preparedness so that when you are ready to leap, you can. So y'all ready to leap? Are you ready? Get ready. Stay ready. Thank you so much for spending this time. I so appreciate you And I do hope that you will work on making your dreams come true. Every day is worth it. One hour every day, you guys. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.